0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Forrester Baseball Podcast, where you can catch updates, recaps, player interviews, and more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Forrester Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Ryan Walker, and alongside me is Brent Turner. Brent Turner is the lead man out of the bullpen for the Foresters. The Forresters last weekend took on Mount Vernon Nazarene University out of Ohio, split the series two to two and those two double headers. Brent, how you doing, man? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Just glad to be on this and happy to be here with you and talk about the season. Absolutely, Brent. I knew how to get you on here at some point for sure. You got a lot of really cool stories and stuff, obviously being the lead role man out of the bullpen. Team trusts you with everything they got. I don't you told me what 14 appearances yeah, I think this that's season. Correct. The record's 22 for appearances which is your baseball number, of course, ironically. But just knowing that you're the guy, how do you feel about that? And how do you approach that role? So being the number one guy on of the bullpen is kind of a
1: unique role and it's fun to be in because I remember uh, being at Marion at Logansport and it was a two, three-run game. And they trust me to come in, hold the game close, give us a chance to – come back and score some more runs or keep us in the game right there in that moment. And at times, you know, it's kind of stressful, but once you get out there, it's kind of like, all right, been here before, take a deep breath and just throw the ball and let the people behind me work because, I mean, we had Satchel Wilson, shout out to him, Crossroads Player of the Week this past week. So, I mean, we have great defense behind me, so I just look to throw the ball and then turn around and see what they can do with the ball
0: once it's hit. Yeah, so you, you you just said it, uh, which was going to be my next question. So you, you really don't really get nervous out there? I mean, there's some big situations that you've been put in. Do you ever get out there just like, oh, geez, here we go again? You know, I mean, you get the big game every single time. You ever – no nervousness at all or? uh, You know, you're not
1: human if you're not nervous. So I get nerves. Like when we played Taylor last weekend, I mean, I came in, game was – tied uh we go to extra innings i mean yeah there's going to be nerves running through you but in the bullpen i kind of try and shake them off and then i try and get out there and do my job but at times it's nervous because you don't want to be the villain where people yeah. like all right this dude's coming in again after he just blew one save last week so you just want to come in there with a fresh mindset and understand that you're putting this role for a position or for a reason and then they trust you with it so obviously you have the stuff to do it and I just go out there and I try and do it
0: as well as I can and execute pitches when I need
1: to. Yeah.
0: And you do a good job of that. You got a pretty low ERA. Obviously relievers have it tough, but the team, when you get out there, everybody's gunning for you. It's the last couple innings of a game. So people are going to, okay, I really have to get a hit here. So obviously those numbers can elevate a little bit, but your numbers seem to be just fine. And you've got a couple saves on the season. That number will go up. I know, that it will go up. But have you ever thought about starting? Because we could lose a couple big-time pitchers next year. just depends on the whole COVID year situation. We could lose guys like Mason Shinneberry, Alex McCutcheon, Camden Dice. We're bringing a couple freshmen in and a transfer, but have you ever thought about that starting role, or do you just like, hey, I just want to be out of the bullpen?
1: Uh, You know, coming through high school, I was always our number one starter. So I had that mindset coming in but then I realized all right this is the role they have put me in so I'm just gonna do my best and do what's best for the team so I mean next year is a different story it could be a number two number three man in the ro- starting rotation or if coach frame wants me back in the bullpen closing games or keeping games tight uh that's up to him really but in reality I just want to do what's best for the team to be honest with you
0: that's that's a big time attitude to have and um, an attitude that you need to have, especially on such a good program, such a great baseball team that you're just gonna step in and do what it takes. And of course you have dealt through a couple different nervous situations. You were a student teacher in the first semester of this year, and you went to a couple you went to a high school and you went to a middle school. I just talk about what you did first semester. It was really cool. Brent and I, if you don't know, our roommates, so I didn't get to see him much throughout the day. He was so busy. So Brent, just kind of tell people what you did for a semester and how busy you were.
1: Yeah. So for those of you don't know, I'm a secondary history education major, and I got to do my student teaching in the fall instead of the spring, which normally people do it in the spring. But due with baseball, I kind of couldn't do it. I don't want to risk missing days and not being able there to be there all the time. So I did in the fall, which is the fall's a lot more uh, work. In the spring, when it comes down to baseball, there's a lot more uh, to do. You go to weights every night. You go to practice. I mean, there's just a lot. Spring's kind of like, all right, that's your preparation. Here we are. But for the fall, uh, I was student taught at Homestead High School in Fort Wayne, the Southwest Allen District. So I was waking up at, I don't know, 5 to 5.30 a day each day, five days a week, uh, going to school seven hours a day, coming back from school, uh, getting dressed in the parking lot or in the room and going to practice for three hours, eating, uh, going to weights, and then writing a lesson plan for the next day. So it was a very busy first semester for me. Jeez,
0: oh, Pete's man. I, just just hearing that, I mean, obviously I didn't go through it, but I saw you go through it. I hardly saw you in the room just relaxing. You never had time to relax. and. You would get out of school at around what time, 3 o'clock, would you say? It'd be
1: 2.30. I'd get back like 2.33, back to Huntington, back on campus around and practices 3. practices
0: would start around 4? Yeah. Yeah. So you really did not have any time. And Homestead is by no means like two minutes away. It's like 30 minutes away from campus and where we live on campus. So that's that's a big props to you, man. And did, did you enjoy it? How did you feel? Yeah, I was very
1: comfortable in the classroom. I mean, I split it. So I was at freshman uh, world history at the high school, and then I went over and did a seventh grade Eastern European history, which was interesting to kind of dig into and kind of meet those kids and see just the different lives of where they come from and just build those relationships with those kids. So that's I mean, that's what my career is going to be. So it was good practice and a pretty good head start in my uh, career field.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good to hear. Do you miss it at all?
1: Uh, at times, yes, because for the last five weeks I've been working on a 10 page paper that's worth 70% of my grade in one of my classes. So I miss grading instead of being the one that's being graded but yeah right. I do miss it at times.
0: And do they miss you? The I'm students? sure they probably do. They were pretty sad when I had to leave but did uh, they pay any tributes to you? I already know this answer that's why I'm asking you. Yeah so the pay? last
1: the last day of my middle school practicum, uh, my teacher, kind of coordinated this goodbye video that all the kids uh, could send their own video in because we were virtual. So I didn't get to see them the last seven weeks of school. So they all like pitched in and did their part and sent a goodbye video to me, which was a really pretty cool experience that I got to see. And it just made me realize that this is where I'm going to be in my life and that I made the right choice going into the future outside of baseball.
0: That's really cool, man. I'm glad that you got to experience that as busy as it was, of course, and The tribute video was really cool with each kid kind of like telling you like how much they're going to miss you, how much they appreciate you. And it's just good to see like you leave a place. It's like, okay, you know, I did my job. I did a good job. So it keeps you confident, keeps you motivated. And I'm sure the kids all the time were like that. They were always great to you, correct? Uh, We'll just leave that one as (laughs) blank. Uh, I love hearing some of the stories of what some some kids would say as – middle schoolers and some high school freshmen are nothing crazy but it's just funny hearing oh it was a joy yeah now again i've done this for i think this is the third or fourth week this is the fourth week that i've done this i always ask kind of a fun question just to get to know uh, the players a little bit in a different area so for brent he already knows what i'm going to ask him but he has a really unique high school name and the town name is really cool itself, and I just want you to just take it away. Yeah,
1: so it's kind of a big running joke on our team because no one's ever heard of where I'm from, so for those of you that don't know, I'm from a small town called Rising Sun, Indiana, (laughs) home of the Shiners, so it's a unique name. It's different. No one really heard of it. I had graduated with like 200, or there's 250 kids in my whole school. I graduated with like 40, so it's a really small town, and Kind of getting to people, and then they're like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, ah, oh, you're never going to know where I'm from. And I tell them, and they kind of laugh at it. But since I've been here, it's kind of been a fun running joke as to where I'm from in my hometown's name.
0: The Rising Sun Shiners. I, I love that. And the school colors are, what, blue and white? Blue and white, Correct. yep. I think it looks really cool. It stinks, though, because you guys don't even have a football team, which, which stinks. The high school football experience is really cool nonetheless but do you know how they got to that name of the rising sun shiners you know i think i know the hometown
1: name pretty much because we live right on the ohio river so i think the story goes that you can just see the sun rise over top of the kentucky <laughs> mountains in the ohio river i think that's how i got it but i mean it kind of school mascot kind of goes fitting with the
0: rising sun is, is there an actual mascot? No, okay. we do not have an actual mascot. No. I think I think you and I are both glad that there is no mascot. There'd probably be a son of uh, something. I think the whole
1: town is. Yeah, yeah
0: I think the whole town would uh, not appreciate that. So thank you so much for sharing that. I know it's fun to, it probably gets a little bit old telling that same story. But Brent, thank you so much for coming on and good luck this weekend at, Go or not at Goshen, here at Forest Glen Park Friday and Saturday. Yep, thank you, Ryan. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Forster Baseball podcast. For more updates, head over to baseball underscore HU on Twitter.